0: Top Sheen. Recorded live. Thanks once again in the name of our precious Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kempston, North Carolina, USA. I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word where sound doctrine is brought to the heels of thousands of God's people all over the world. We will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in our mouth. We greet each of you once again in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank God for another day, another opportunity to worship our soon-coming King in spirit and in truth. Those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we have been working on our most recent topic entitled, Why Am I Going Through This? Why? Understand there's a reason. Whatever you're going through, child of God, whatever I'm going through, there is a reason. And the closer we get to God, the better and the more of the reasons why we are experiencing what we are experiencing, we will know. It can be of great consolation to know why you're going through what you're going through. You know, it will be a, a pretty painful thing for the police to bust into your house, arrest your family, take everybody, lock everybody up, and never even tell you what you charge charged for, never even tell you what your crime is, never even tell you what you did. That, that, that's a punishment in and of itself. But if they burst in and they let you know that, you know, look, uh, you know, we've got a report that some drugs have been sold in this house and we are arresting everybody here on suspicion of selling drugs, well, that can be a consolation in your mind, especially if you know that you haven't been selling any drugs. But if you don't know why, you know, terrible or tragic or hurtful things are happening, that can be a torment in and of itself. As we dig down into the word of God and search his holy scriptures, we will find out exactly uh, why we are going through what we are going through. Primarily, the Lord has dealt with me on about five reasons why we go through what we go through. We looked earlier today at Capital A in our outline, what? Destiny. Now, that's the main one. You were destined to go through it. Whatever you're going through on a job, in a marriage, in a family, you were destined to that's what God knew before the foundations of the earth were ever created that you were going to go through, so no need of doing a whole lot of crying and belly aching that that you know that was what God knew you were going to go through before He ever found you. you couldn't avoid it you couldn't um you couldn't miss it. It was something that God knew now the thing about destiny that we want to keep in mind, God knows all of our past, He knows all of our present. And he knows all of our future. Now, we know some of our past. We know some of our present. And we may even know some of our future, but we don't know all. And so this is why we want to uh, continue to strive to do the things that are pleasing in God's sight. God said, look, Robert, I already know with all your striving, with all your attempts to do what pleases in my sight, God says, I already know the mistakes you're going to make. I know all the mistakes you have made, all the mistakes you're making now, and all the mistakes you're already going to make. God says, I already know. I already know. God already knows every soul that's ever going to be saved. God already knows every soul that's going to be condemned. And as we look at destiny here, because, again, that's a difficult concept for many people to, to grab a hold of. I've even been in conversations with the Lord. I was like, Lord, if you knew that certain people were destined to go to hell, why did you even create them in the first place? If you already knew before you ever created, you know millions and millions or billions and billions of folk that they were go, they gonna be sent to hell. Why would you even create them? Haven't got an answer on that one yet. Lord, don't always answer. Right then, sometimes he just haven't got an answer because I'm like, Lord, why even make them? Why, why not just not make them? They waiting on an answer for that question. Destiny. We're looking at Psalms. We looked earlier today at Philippians chapter one, verse twenty-nine. We come to understand that not only have we been destined to believe on Christ, but we have been destined to what? To suffer with Christ. So if you just believe in on Christ without suffering for Christ or suffering with Christ, you're not getting the full experience of this thing. You're not getting the total package. In, in, in each of our lives, there's going to be some good times and there's going to be some, some hardships some difficulties some trials. And that is as necessary in the balance of your life as the good times, just like I, I, I encourage people all over the world. I say, look, you need, your, you need your enemies just as much as you need your friends. Enemies help bring balance in your life. You need people that's doing the wrong thing just as much as you need people that's doing the right thing. You say, boss, why? Because people that are doing the wrong thing, they're teaching you something too, what not to do. You ought to be able to see through people that have done the wrong thing that that is not how we want to go about this thing. We don't want to do it like that. People that are doing the wrong thing, they help teach us that. So uh, we're going to look at Psalms 73 and 17. We have here a psalm of Asaph, and he had a problem. He had a problem. This particular man of God had a problem prophets had, and, and, and some of us today even have. How is it that the wicked can seem to be doing so well? Plenty of money to spend, fancy cars to drive, nice houses to live in, when children of God are suffering, when children of God are having it difficult, how can this be? And they, 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 the scripture is, um, Psalm 73 and 17, He says, Til I under, till I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. Capital A, we're still looking at destiny. Destiny. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, thank you this evening, Father, for all you've done to us, through us, and for us. Father, speaking to our minds and our hearts this evening. Give us answers to age-old questions, Father, that we may better understand the destiny of humanity, the destiny of the righteous and the wicked, that, Father, we may uh, have our questions answered, through and by your word, and through and by your spirit. We welcome your presence. We welcome your abiding spirit in our hearts and our minds. Thank you, Father, for being who you are and doing what you do. We count these things done in advance. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, amen and amen. Destiny. said had a problem. He just, he, you know, it just didn't make a lot of sense to him because, you know, our carnal mind says that, the righteous should always prosper and the wicked should always suffer. That's what our mind says, but but that's not always how it is right now. That's not how it goes. Even a thief, you know, that's on the run from the law. You know, you, we we were hearing about one character that had been on the run from the law for about 30, 40 years. They finally caught up with him. You know, it takes time. Sometimes the Bible says that that the sins of some men are obvious, reaching the place of judgment ahead of them. The sins of others trail behind. In other words, some folk gonna have to get find out the hard way on judgment day. You know, their sins trail behind, trail behind, trail behind, but then on judgment day, the Lord will like, sins, y'all, come on up here. Now, give an account of this right here, what you were doing. David said, My sins are ever before me. David said, Look, I'd rather my sins get to God before I do. Because if my sins can go on and get to God before I do, I can get forgiven, I can get healed, I can get delivered, I can get set free, I can get, I can get restored, I can get. Yeah. My sins are ever before me. Asaph had a problem. He didn't understand. Go back to verse 7, verse 12. Asaph said, This is what the wicked are like always carefree, they increase in wealth. Surely in vain have I kept myself, kept my heart pure. Asaph, so what am I doing? Why am I doing all this trying to do the right thing for? Rich is just skip to the do and skip to the loo and prospering, got the big jobs. Oh, Rich don't feel like they got to they got to give nothing to the kingdom of God. Rich feel like they can buy all the stuff they want. They, you know, Rich don't feel like here we are contributing and, and devoting stuff to the kingdom. king. I said, What what am I doing? Why am I doing all this? Why 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 am I doing this? But look at what I'm all day long, I've been plagued. I've been punished every morning. Every time I turn around, God getting me for something. God corrected me about something. God chastising me every time. Goodness gracious. All day long, I've been plagued. I've been punished every morning. If I had said, I will speak thus, I would have betrayed your children. And ASAP said, when I tried to understand all this, it was oppressive to me. But A$AP said, the more I think about this right here, the more, you know, I, I have messed around today, made a huge error, children of God. Oh, huge error. I, you know, I had to tell one saint in the U.K. I, I had to apologize, all kind of apologies and different things. I had sent some money, you know, called myself going to avoid the uh, 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 MoneyGram and Western Union So I'm going to send some money to a friend of mine in in the U.K., and they was going to send it to a friend of mine in Nigeria, and they was going to transfer it to, oh, my gosh. And everybody that touched my money got them a piece of it. I ended up spending about $60 to send my money down there, and I claimed that the friend of mine that got it in the U.K., they was the one that stole my money and they better get my money or I'm going to get the international police, and I'm going to get, <laughs> I mean, I'm going all. And even the friend in Nigeria, we were pointing the finger, accusing the one in the U.K. until finally the friend in the U.K. sent the statement of the transaction, and it showed where the bank was the one that took the money. Oh, if we didn't have a big piece of lemon meringue pie on our faces, the both of us had to apologize, had asked ask for forgiveness, friend in u k not even responding to any any messages and you said possible what you got we was wrong just i mean real wrong I'm not talking about wrong a little bit i mean I'm talking about name calling wrong and threat wrong and a friend in the u k the woman of god didn't even didn't even respond she didn't even respond She you just like yeah. <laughs> You say, apostle, what you driving at? Sometimes we just be wrong. Asap said, look, you know this thing was this thing was getting to me. It was getting to me real, real good. Verse seventeen, and we can make it close till I entered the sanctuary of God. You say, apostle, what? In the world? This what you talking about now. I'm trying to let let some of us know that there's some things that we just not going to understand, and we until God brings revelation. Till I entered the sanctuary, this is symbolic of getting closer to God, getting closer to the things of God, the spirit of God, getting closer to the truth. So you got to get closer to the truth in order for the truth to get closer to you. You keep right on running from the truth, and you wondering why truth is getting further from you. you running from the truth, and you wondering why truth is getting further from you. So you either getting closer to the truth, or you're getting further from the truth. Asap said, I didn't understand how this thing worked real good until I entered into the sanctuary. To me, that saint sending the, the snap picture of the transaction helped me into the sanctuary. I was like, oh my God, what have we done? And friend of Nigeria was like, it won't it won't me. It was you, Apostle. You were the one that. that, that. And so I said, well, tell them, you know, because I couldn't, I wasn't able to reach. Let's tell them I'm very, very sorry. Very, very sorry. So you say, Apostle, what you're driving at? Once we enter into the sanctuary, once we get closer to God, we get. You know, revelation from God, insight from God, a lot of things that maybe were oppressive to us, maybe a lot of things that were causing us sleepless nights and causing us to be disturbed and perplexed, a lot of that stuff will be cleared up. Destiny, the concept of destiny, when you get close to God, oh, it clears right up. It clears right up that the understanding that there are some folks that are destined to hell. No matter what we preach, no matter what we teach, no matter what we try to share it with them, no matter how, how we try. There's some folk that are destined to be in poverty. There's some folk that are destined to... Be, no matter what you're talking about. see All that preaching and teaching that Judas heard, and he was still destined to betray Christ. All that preaching and teaching that Peter heard, and he was still destined to deny Christ. Understand that all the preaching and teaching in the world is not going to change your destiny. Hmm. Because if you make a change, then that was a, that was that change that you made was a part of your destiny. The thing is, we don't know the changes that are going to be made. God does. That's why your de- people's destiny don't, doesn't change. But we don't know people's destiny. We don't know who's going to be saved and who's not going to be saved. So we have to keep preaching. We have to keep teaching. We have to keep sowing seed, throwing the word of God out, throwing the, the, because we don't know who's going to grab a hold of it. God does. God knows the destiny of every man. We don't. We don't. Asaph said, until I entered the sanctuary of God, then I understood their final destiny. Asaph said, look, then I began to understand that, you know, individuals that don't care about God, don't live for God, are not into the things of God, that God got all eternity to punish them. Asaph said, now I understand this thing. God only has this life to punish us because once we leave this life here, it's going to be time for a reward, peace, rest for all eternity. God said not so with the wicked. God said, right, what, 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 what profit a man if he gained the whole world and fulfilled his soul? What good is that if I let you have a real, real, let you have a real, real good life here in this life, 70, 80, 90 years, stretch you out to 90 years, and then send you to hell forever? What did that little life profit you? In fact, it would have been better for you not to have even experienced that little life. That's what the Bible talks about, Judas about the one, the prophet, prophetic writings about Judas. They talk about how it would have been better for that man, the man who ended up betraying Christ. It would have been better for him if he had not even been born. You are done to the sound of my voice. You mess around and end up in hell. It would have been better for you if you had not even been born. And to live this life and miss our own salvation. My encouragement to you and my prayer for you is that you don't miss our own salvation. That's a terrible destiny error. Terrible. ASAP said, I didn't get it. I really didn't get this thing until. And we thank God for the until. Whatever the until is, until, until, that will wake us up and that will put us in in contact with the truth. ASAP said, surely you place them on slippery ground. You cast them down to ruins. How suddenly are they destroyed, completely swept away by terrorists, as a dream, when one awakes, so when you arise, O oh Lord, you will despise them as fantasies. Yeah. Asap, said, so God God's going to get them. You know, you know, children of God, don't be worried out there about evil people, wicked people, what they're doing, how they're doing. Asap, said, so God God's going to get them. At the appointed time, God's going to get them. Let us make it our ambition, the scripture says, to um, live a quiet life, work with our hands. Mind our own business. Do what God has told us to do so that God does not have to get us. Destiny. God said, I already know. I already know. What you're going to do? What you're going to have? Where you're going to go? Who you're going to marry? Who your children are going to be? God already knows. God bless you, saints in heaven. Smile on you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, we thank you this evening for everything you've done to us, through us, and for us, Father. Forgive us of our sins and our iniquities. Today, as we forgive those who have Sin and trespassed against us. We ask, Father, you lead and guide us in your path of righteousness for your name's sake. Uh, may the grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest rule and abide henceforth now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Saints, you can reach us through email at Church at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.rchurch.com backslash member backslash T backslash TCCC. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe Spreecast YouTube and iTunes at 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444. Enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type type in Robert Bryant on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryant on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Talks You homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you in Jesus' name, Amen.